Hey guys, welcome to Triple T. We're your hosts, Megan. And Stephanie. So in this episode, we're just going to do a little intro background on who we are, our history and content creating, and then we're going to do a favorites of our favorite true crime case, conspiracy theory, and some tea that we came up with for this week's episode. Yeah, I guess let's just get started and we'll talk about our background. We'll both talk about our education. We both went to college. You went to grad school. I went to too much college. (laughs) (laughs) So I have a master's in public history, which means I really like to pretty, pretty much it means I really like to educate people about things. That's really all I learned when I started getting my master's. (laughs) And I went to college for art and film. But before we continue, Megan, what were all your majors? Go. (laughs) Oh, dear God. I started in psych. Then I wanted to do nursing. Then I was going to do bio pre-med. Then I did bio and psych. Then I did psych again. Then I did chem and psych. I don't even know. I don't even remember them all anymore. I ended up graduating in my undergraduate degree with a chemistry slash psychology interdepartmental major, which I was hoping to go to grad school and get more into forensics. So obviously I love true crime, Um, but that didn't work because grad school is expensive (laughs) (laughs) and I couldn't move out of state, support myself. And afford grad school. That wasn't going to happen. So I ended up doing an online degree after I moved in with my boyfriend, now husband. And I decided to follow my passion, which is history. I love history. I love learning about everything under the sun in history, which kind of leads into the conspiracy part of our interests because, you know, there's a lot of history when it comes to conspiracies. And here I am today, not (laughs) working in any of those fields whatsoever. I mean, that's okay. (laughs) (laughs) It's still what I love to do. And that's why we are, well, part of why we're starting this podcast. Right. So who are we as a package deal, Megan? Hold on, wait, you didn't talk about your college career. I mean, what do you want to (laughs) know? Everything. I mean, okay. So going into college, I genuinely didn't know what I wanted to do. I initially wanted to go into music, but I didn't know what I wanted to do with it. So the only thing I knew at the time was I liked filming and editing due to, you know, having the MS show on YouTube. And so I thought, well, I'll just start out with this major. If I find something better, I'll go from there. And that's when I started to learn that I really liked art as well. And so I dropped film and I started doing art and then I realized, wait, I miss film. So then I picked it back up. And so, yeah, I mean, technically I majored in my art and then I minored in film, but I feel like I had film as my major long enough that I feel like I could kind of just say like, I went to school for art and film. But yeah, I, you know, this is why I'm still doing this. I thoroughly enjoy content creating. I think that's all you really need to know about my education. (laughs) I did not go to grad school like Megan. I did not want to take the chance of trying to find money to do that. (laughs) I do not blame you at all for that because grad school just made me incur more student debt that I still have to pay back. So I totally get it. All right, so who we are is a package deal. I mean, we've been a package deal for 
since 2007, I'm pretty sure we've been friends. So we've been best friends since 2007. I started out actually being friends with Stephanie's little sister first. Because mm-hmm. me and Stephanie, not that we hated each other, but we I were never... we just didn't know each other well enough to exactly. know like what we had in common and that kind of stuff. Right, right. Like we never, we didn't run in the same circle. She had completely different friends than I did. So I actually became friends with her little sister, Erica, and we were pretty darn close. I mean, for yeah. just becoming friends, we got really close really quick. Yeah. And Stephanie started hanging out with us. And then eventually Erica started ditching us for other people. The usual. Yeah, we ha- we ended it. up having mutual friends at that point. And uh, we were kind of left by ourselves together. And we had kind of no choice but to be friends. But I, I mean, we weren't. We had a choice to not be best friends. I mean, that was definitely by accident. <laughs> Biggest memory I have while our friendship was still young and forming is us being trying to annoy Eric and her friends by singing the Little Einstein's theme song. That is the yep. oldest memory I have of us. I agree with that. I feel like I mean, that I was like clear as day. Remember that? Yeah, I feel like that was the day where I was like. Yeah, we get along really well. (laughs) (laughs) And also, like, none of my other friends would have been like, oh, yeah, I'll sing the Little Einstein's theme song with you. But Stephanie just joined right in there. And I was like, yep, this this is going to be it. (laughs) No, I totally agree. I feel like a big thing, like, when we were becoming friends was, I don't know if I've ever even said this to you, but I feel like a lot of things, like, we had a lot of things in common that was kind of seen as, like, embarrassing right to like other people and i feel like that's how we clicked so well because like there was Mm -hmm. nothing that like we couldn't like be open about i guess yeah i completely agree yeah because like i I mean that makes a lot of sense yeah i remember in school like it was not cool to like the jonas brothers but like i could be around you and we would listen to jonas brothers like all day (laughs) 100 percent agree or like you know we were getting to that age where wasn't cool to watch Disney Channel, even mm-hmm. though everybody secretly did. Right, And, like, right. we would talk about everything that was on. And, I mean, you know, yeah, we were still kids. We were, what, 13 and 14? Yeah. 2007. I was 11 or, no, when no, we I was started. Gonna say, we were 11 and 12, weren't we? When we started becoming friends, we were 11 and 12. And then we were 12 and 13 when we, mm-hmm. like, became, like, solidified our friendship. Right. So, it was, we were we were still young, but we were too old according to our peers to be doing the weird things right. that we did i mean right. we're still too old according to our peers right. to do things right. that we do so whatever <laughs> yeah. but i think our friendship actually helped us like be okay with it though because like yeah. i feel like for a while i was very like embarrassed to be right. open with like what i liked what i liked acting like you know just exactly and i feel like i've gotten to a point because of our friendship that like i don't care i mean <laughs> The biggest turning point for that was in high school when I came back and we're at lunch and literally we are juniors in high school and you're telling me to do things and I'm acting like a dog at lunch (laughs) in front of literally all of our peers, older people, younger, like everybody. And we didn't care. We didn't care who was watching. We didn't care who was making fun of us. We just enjoyed the fact that this is who we are and we enjoy each other. Right. I mean, like, who does that? And I I feel like also, like, it was very encouraging because, like, you know, there were some people who said, like, why do you do that kind of stuff? That's embarrassing. But at the same time, like, they were the same people who were jealous that we had the type of friendship that we did. So, you know, at the end of the day, I think, like, 
it helped us. Like, yeah. I don't know. It, it just made our friendship stronger in a sense, I guess. It made us realize that nobody's really going to accept us for who we are, except for apparently each other. Yeah. And I feel like in the end, like, we won. <laughs> we did win because who's still friends? Us. Who's not right. still friends? Right. Them. Right. <laughs> uh, no hate to anybody. No, no hate no, at no. all. But like, <laughs> we win. <laughs> we win. We're better. End of story. <laughs> All right, so because of the nature of our friendship, we are super awkward and we laugh a lot if you haven't gotten the gist of that already. These topics, some of the topics that we cover are going to be super, super, super serious. So if we laugh, we're not making fun of anything. We don't actually find things funny. We're just awkward and we don't know how to act in serious situations, literally ever. Yeah, I mean, we'll probably say some sort of like, I guess, like a warning when we start like a topic like, hey, this is serious, you know, that kind of stuff. But yeah, I mean, just naturally we are. Are we funny? I don't know. (laughs) We find ourselves naturally, (laughs) like she said, we do laugh a lot. So Yeah. yeah, there's a good chance we will laugh when there's something serious going on and don't think that, you know. We're not taking it seriously. (laughs) Right. So literally a year into our friendship, we decided that we wanted a talk show. And that is how the M&S show came about. We were recording videos. I didn't even have a cell phone yet. I didn't, let alone a picture phone. Oh my gosh. Can you imagine? Picture phone. Anyway, 2007. Actually, it was 2000. It was actually our first year of friendship. We decided we want to do this. So- I had my mom's cell phone so that she could call me from my dad's cell phone while I was out playing with Stephanie and Erica. And we decided that we wanted to do a talk show. So we would turn the phone to its side and record videos on the yep. phone. There are so many lost MS show videos you don't even, you've never seen. Right. And they were honestly gold. Gold. Yeah. Oh, but, gold. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but we have been pretty much content creating since it became. A big thing like YouTube had just started getting bigger yeah. at that point. Mm-hmm. So we decided we had to convince our moms to let us get YouTube because we were literally so young. And in 2008 was when we started trying to convince our parents to get YouTube. Mm-hmm. I don't know how long it took us. I mean, it had to have taken us probably an entire summer to convince our moms. Yeah. Yeah, I think the only reason my mom agreed to it was because your mom agreed to it. <laughs> yeah. And my mom literally, I mean, she not that she was controlling, but she had all the passwords to everything. She monitored things that we did. I mean, I know your mom did too. So like Mm -hmm. she knew that we would be okay. And if we did something that was maybe not safe, she and Stephanie's mom would definitely take it down or not take it down, but tell us to take it down because they don't know how to do that stuff. Right. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah. And then once we created our channel, I mean, our first episode, which is no longer available, unfortunately, we don't know what happened to it. But It was sort of like this. I mean, it was just like we sat down, we had mugs uh, filled with Capri Sun. (laughs) Yeah, we Uh, didn't drink coffee back then. (laughs) (laughs) But we made it look like it was like a talk show. And that was sort of how the MS show name started, because it was always meant to be some sort of talk show. And then from there, like, we ended up just like... I mean, we ran with that channel. We did whatever we wanted and right. uploaded it. <laughs> it turned I mean, into something you, completely different. You truly saw who we are in that channel because, I mean, we're just 
We just enjoy life as much as we can, especially when we're together. I mean, we just do literally the things that are on that channel are things that we do even when the camera's not recording. Right. We do that stuff all the time. I mean, all the time. <laughs> yeah. And I think like, I mean, if you guys are watching this on our channel, you will see that we did not change the name of our channel to match our podcast because, well, one, it's very nostalgic just keeping the MS show. <laughs> but like, we never wanted the MS show to be like, maybe in the beginning, but definitely not after at least like a year or two, like to be a brand. Right. Like, we, like, that's just our life. It's not like a brand. So, like, I felt yeah. like it would have been very forced if we changed the name of the MS show. Like, had we ever decided to upload like full podcasts from here, we would probably just create a separate channel for that. Yeah. I mean, the MS show is the MS show. Like, that's just our life. This is something in a sense separate, but they kind of right. intertwine. <laughs> right. We're coming up on our 13 year anniversary oh of my our gosh. YouTube. <laughs> and we're, I mean, it's been a couple of years since we've actually put out a new video. And I can't believe that we've been on YouTube for. 13, 13 years, years, let alone friends for that long. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I don't have any other person in my life that I've been friends with that long, except for Bobby. Yeah, I, I remember even in the beginning of our friendship, I remember thinking like, uh, you know, how have we only been friends for like three or four years? And then all of a sudden, like we've hit 14 years of friendship and it's like, what? I know. <laughs> Where did that and, like, come from? <laughs> in those first four or five years, we went through so much more than normal friends go through. Right. So like, I can't believe we've made it to 14 years of friendship, 13 years on YouTube. It's insane. Yeah. To continue on about our content creating, we also had a blog. It was very short-lived, but... <laughs> 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 you know it's rough it's rough being an artist in this world yeah. you know we as you know we well maybe you didn't did we mention that we went to separate colleges like we started out the same college and then we we did we went to different so colleges. we both started out yeah exactly we both started at the same college and that was actually when we started getting back into youtube mm -hmm. was the end of our freshman year but i had transferred because that was the time that I wanted to do nursing, and that didn't pan out either, but <laughs> <laughs> I ended up going to a college that I really, really loved, so I, I don't regret a single decision I made. But because we were separate, I mean, we made separate videos, we, we worked on our blog, and we had a blog where I would write, because I'm a writer, I'm not an artist by any means, I am terrible, and Stephanie's an artist, so... Either I would write something and she would create art that would like put that into art, <laughs> put what I wrote into art, or she would create something and I would write about it, like whatever feelings that gave me. And that just, I mean, it was, it's so hard to get inspired. Yeah. So that's why. Yeah. I mean, that's even why we kept slowing down on the MS show because things were either overused or it was like, uh, no inspiration like we got to a point where it felt like we did it all like what more yeah. can we do right and so yeah we originally started that blog because we weren't able to create youtube videos together all the time and we still wanted some sort of project together because we just work really well in general yeah and so for the time being it was fun but you know <laughs> uh, writing and art both are just something that's they're both not very consistent you know like <laughs> You can't force those things. Yeah, you can't force those things. It's not easy. So we have a blog, we have a YouTube, and, you know, now all of a sudden 
we started getting into more adult content, conspiracies, true crime. And I mean, if I need celebrity gossip, because I do not keep up with it at all, Stephanie's my go-to. I say, hey, I heard this. And she's mm -hmm. like, oh, this is what that's all about. Like literally before we started this episode, I asked her what the heck was going on with Kanye West and <laughs> Jeffree Star because I had no clue. And Stephanie explained the whole thing to me. So like, that's what, why we want to talk about all of this stuff because now that we're getting older, I mean, we're both in our mid-20s. Mm -hmm. So we're getting older and we, not that we need to grow up, but there's more mature content that we are getting interested in. And I mean, for a while, I didn't know Stephanie was interested in this stuff. Yeah. And then I think it was senior year of college we started talking about conspiracies together, right? Yeah, I think so. Um, I just, I watched a lot of YouTubers that just talked about conspiracy yeah. theories and it just kind of went from there. And I feel like with like true crime cases, I feel like I genuinely didn't care about that stuff until I literally, maybe like two or three years ago, like I think one of the first documentaries that I watched, mm -hmm. which I will talk about later today, was... I think it was on Netflix, Amanda Knox. And after I watched it, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> and then from there, I was like, well, I want to watch another documentary that was that good. Yeah. And like, I feel like from there, like now in my spare time, like whenever my boyfriend's like, oh, like, let's watch a movie. And I'm like, oh, you want to watch a documentary? And he's like, why? We always watch documentaries, but they're just so interesting. I don't know. I feel like this is... This podcast is about stuff that I feel like we never really knew we had in common, or at least we didn't have in common until recently. So, yeah. Yeah. This was actually stuff that I have loved my whole life. Conspiracy theories. I mean, I was homeschooled for probably half of my schooling, home and cyber. So, but my mom did a lot of teaching and she doesn't teach the way that schools teach. So, she taught us to question everything. And that's a lot about what conspiracies are about. And true crime, I mean, I've always been into that. Literally since I was like eight, I had been watching shows like Bones and Criminal Minds and CSI. Right. So true crime always fascinated me. And that's pretty much the entire, well, the last reason as to why we wanted to start this was because yes. of the pandemic, <laughs> COVID-19. So we have seen each other all of three, three times, four? three or four times, four. So we saw each other all of four times since mm -hmm. 2019. Now, if you know Megan and Stephanie, we don't mm -hmm. do well being apart. Um, both of our mental health has been, you know, in the Declining. toilet. <laughs> <laughs> it's like in the toilet, but it hasn't been flushed yet. <laughs> but we just, last year in like August, I think we had started talking about how it would be so cool if we did a podcast together. because. Really, our videos are just us talking anyway. So what's right. the point in having a full-on video of just us talking? Right. And both of us have gotten into listening to podcasts. So this would be a great way for us to, you know, take some time out in a week and be ourselves, be M&S, right. do things together. Yeah. And I, I don't know if you remember this, but we were talking about like, oh, wouldn't it be cool if we lived near each other? And we just had like a whole space uh, for us to have a yes. podcast. And we were talking about like, I was saying how like, oh, well, I have a basement. Like, <laughs> we were just talking about like different locations that we could do this. And who knows, maybe it'll happen one day. But for now, you will just have to suffer seeing us on two separate screens. But womp, womp. yeah, this was very fairly recent i mean like she said it, it's been going on for about a year now that we've been talking about it but yeah it was very like we hadn't been talking about this for years yeah uh, it was kind of like a spur of the moment type of thing but 
in a sense, like we had already been doing this for years. So exactly. It's just we're doing it at separate locations. (laughs) So like we're not together, but at least we're able to see each other and we're able to hear each other and we're able to have these conversations that we would have anyway. Right. And now you get to be a part of that conversation. Yes. So what's your favorite conspiracy theory? Okay. So I don't want to get into too much detail because this will be a topic later on but i don't know if this is really like a conspiracy theory it's more of just like well no yeah it is Uh, just aliens in general aliens and ufos i've just always been fascinated i am just so sure that aliens are real. Yes. That like I almost don't consider it like a, a conspiracy. Theory. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm so happy you brought that up because I not that that's in my notes, but that right. is something that I am super passionate about as well. I've just always been so obsessed with the idea of aliens that it felt wrong if I said anything else. <laughs> I feel you. So, yeah, that's probably my favorite. I genuinely love just watching like um footage of people thinking they've seen some sort of ufo or talk about like being abducted by aliens i just think it's so fascinating (laughs) i actually just listened to a podcast about the uh the roswell incident Mm -hmm. it's so fascinating i love that stuff yeah cool but yeah that's all i'm really gonna say about it because this will be a topic later on but that is probably my favorite conspiracy theory i love it I'm all about it. What is yours? So mine are all of the theories surrounding the sinking of the Titanic. So I wrote down three of the theories and we'll probably go into more detail in a future episode, I'm sure. So I'm not Mm going to go into a lot of detail here. So the first one is that it was insurance fraud. So the Titanic had a sister ship called the Olympic and they looked very, very similar. Mm -hmm. And the Olympic was in a crash with I can't remember what other kind of boat, but it was in a collision and it was found at fault. So it had to pay and its damages weren't going to be covered by insurance. There's a theory that the ships were switched after the Olympic was patched up very badly, might I add. Yeah. So the Titanic sank because of that. The second theory has to do with JP Morgan, another person we're going to have to go into huge amounts of detail with because there is a lot of conspiracy surrounding JP Morgan. Um, He was a banker, if you don't know, who dominated Wall Street, and he owned White Star, which was the company that owned the Titanic and the Olympic, and he wanted to eliminate some prominent bankers that were on board the Titanic. Uh, Their names were Jacob Astor, Isidore Strauss, and Benjamin Guggenheim, and he wanted to eliminate them because they opposed his plans for a Federal Reserve. Another thing we'll have to go into a lot of detail about. And then the third theory... And there are more theories than just these three, but these are the three that I think are like probably my favorite is that there was a curse from a mummy. Ooh. So I don't know if this is, if there's any truth at all to this, but there was a mummy who was, you know, excavated in from Egypt and brought to England in the early 1900s. And this mummy, you know, was just bad luck everywhere. There was all kinds of trouble with this mummy. And then... An archaeologist from New York bought the mummy and decided that he was going to bring, I think it was a female, so he was going to bring her back. And because of that, the mummy's curse followed him onto the Titanic, which is how he was bringing her back. And that's why it's saying. That is so cool. I'm very excited for us to talk about this later on because 
I know very little uh, conspiracy theories regarding the Titanic. Which is so, so crazy because you watch Titanic all the time. So like, oh, I you love Titanic. never heard the conspiracies. <laughs> no, there's like maybe a couple, which I won't go into detail about yet. But <laughs> yeah, those ones, never heard of any of those. Oh my gosh, I love it. I love it so much. So, true crime. What's your favorite true crime case? Like I mentioned earlier, probably Amanda Knox. It was one of the first ones that I really cared about. I still think about it. Like, I still rewatch it and I'm like, what? I don't get it. I don't want to go into too much detail. But for the most part, it was basically like this student went to study in Italy. And long story short, her roommate was murdered. And for years, they thought it was her and a boy that she met in Italy. And then turns out it wasn't. Ah, It doesn't sit well with me. I'm just going to say that. (laughs) But I like the documentary that I watched on Netflix. I like the way that it was just portrayed in general. Because it kind of puts you in the mindset of how everyone was finding out the news as it was happening. So... It was crazy. It was a very big... I don't want to blame the media, because you can only blame the media so much, but the media did put out a lot of very strange things, and it just it made you think one way, and then it made you think another way, and it's like, what? <laughs> I'm still still in shock over this whole thing. I still don't know how I feel about it, but I guess we will discuss this another episode. Megan, what is your favorite? <laughs> So this I actually had a super, super hard time deciding because true crime has been literally since I was little, one of my favorite things. I will, I'm going to mention a few names because there are a couple, but I did pick one favorite. So the first thing I remember hearing when we were little about true crime that we lived through was the disappearance of Natalie Holloway. Do you remember that? Mm -hmm. The second thing I became incredibly interested in was the Manson family murders. I think that is the first documentary I ever watched about a true crime case. The third was Ted Bundy because I read the book, The Stranger Beside Me, and that just fascinated me. I read that for school when I was homeschooled because normal schools don't put that in their curriculum. (laughs) Um, But my favorite that I've picked is something that I learned about recently, and it's John Wayne Gacy, the killer clown. Have you ever heard of that one? I have. I haven't looked into it, Oh, my gosh. Okay, so there's a lot going on there, but I'm just going to say that he tortured, sexually assaulted, and murdered his victims. There are at least 33 young men that were found that he he killed. That's crazy. 26 of them were buried in his basement. What do you mean buried in his basement? Like he didn't have a finished basement. Oh, okay. Like he had like dirt and they- (laughs) I, I think he ended up covering like- putting concrete down but i don't remember that's crazy and before like before he even started murdering he had been charged with sodomy already and convicted to 10 years but only served 18 months i don't remember exactly when he was arrested but he was sentenced to death in i think the 80s and was executed by lethal injection in 94 wow so i mean it was insane he was born in the 40s i believe so a lot of this was just a lot going on. <laughs> I like all the ones that you picked because they're all ones that like I don't know about. Oh my gosh. And those are all <laughs> I, Natalie Holloway is the only one I don't know a lot about. I feel like our interests when it comes to conspiracy theories and like true crime cases are very different. And so right. I think 
that's why this podcast I feel like is gonna be really fun. <laughs> right, because it's gonna be a lot of us educating each other and yeah. a lot of conversation. Yeah. So do you have any tea for today? Oh, I always have tea. <laughs> I know you always have tea to spill. <laughs> okay, so this it's tea in a sense, but it's also a like a, a concern. <laughs> oh no. Um so uh, I'm sure it's very obvious to anybody that influencers and celebrities, how they're handling the pandemic isn't that great. I mean, there are a handful that are taking it seriously, and there are a lot that aren't. <laughs> so my tea regarding that is, um, do you know Lana Del Rey? I've heard of her, but I don't know anything about her. Okay. She is a singer. Um, I never really cared for her music. I know a lot of people really like her. But Didn't she sing a song I know. I believe she is the singer of Summertime Sadness. No. <laughs> <laughs> that song made me so mad freshman Don't year. Don't quote me on that, but I'm almost positive. <laughs> Let's find out. I'm going to look it up. Anyway, continue. Anyway. She yeah, it recently was, it was Lana Del Rey. She recently had some sort of meetup with fans. First of all, why there's a pandemic going on? But at her meetup, she wore a mask. But what it really was, and you can look this up on your own time. Whoever's listening, including Megan, unless I'm you want to look now. this up now, it was not a mask. <laughs> it was literally like like a piece of fabric with holes in it. Like it what? It was not a mask. Like it literally was just like for style for sure and not only that but like when she was taking photos with like fans like she was all up in their grill like she was like hugging them had her face touching their faces and like i there's no fabric covering anything there is literally looks like fishnet pantyhose yes it literally looks like fishnet like what so and she's uh, hugging people yes yes yeah (laughs) <laughs> what? And people are okay with it. Yes. <laughs> I have only seen one person talk about this on YouTube. Maybe other people have, and I just haven't looked it up. But that was how I found out about it. And I'm like, how are people not talking about how wrong this is? For um, real. I never heard about this at all before you're telling me. Yeah. and kind It's of, not in any mainstream media. Yeah. And kind of going off of this, this doesn't have to do with Lana Del Rey? I don't think. Um, I can't remember who it had to do with. It's another singer, a female singer, and she was caught. She threw some sort of party and she was caught, of course. And, you know, she came out with some apology. was like, I'm so sorry. It was so selfish of me to do this. Blah, blah, blah. A month goes by Mm -hmm. and she took a trip to, I believe it was Paris, and she threw a party there. You've no, got this is already to be after her apology. Me. She threw a party there and she made sure that like everybody that was at the party like wasn't using social media so that it wouldn't get out, but she was still caught anyway. Oh <laughs> my so gosh. She's just still doing it. I just uh celebrities and how they're handling the pandemic has truly been insane the tea <laughs> oh my gosh. so yeah and i could i could list so many more but those were just the ones that blew my mind i'm like how are people right. not talking about this? i mean like i get it with some of them you know a lot of 
influencers and some celebrities are getting like COVID tests before meeting up with people and collabing. And that's good. That's safe. That's that's fine. Right, but like, right. seriously, parties, fan yeah. meetups, we are in yeah. a pandemic. This is the reason that we are yeah. still seeing so many cases mm -hmm. and so many deaths. Because people just yeah, aren't and, taking it seriously. And this is definitely happening a lot with like social media influencers. Yeah. Like TikTokers and YouTubers are throwing huge parties. I mean, there was one TikToker who threw a huge party and the mayor <laughs> literally shut down his power. Oh my <laughs> gosh. I can't. And it's and it's it's just still happening. And you can look this up on YouTube. But I mean there, you can find footage of, like, influencers saying, like, yeah, I don't really care about, you know, this virus. Like, I'm fine. It's just, <sighs> think about others. Come on. For real. Like, you so, might be fine, but your grandma might not. Yeah. Your best friend might not. Right. So, I don't, I thought about bringing on some, you know, hooking up uh, divorce stuff. <laughs> Tea, but I felt like the pandemic was more relevant for me to bring up. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. So do you have any tea? So my tea, which I can promise you is almost always going to be nerdy because I'm a nerd. And our tea, we're calling it tea, but it could be anything from celebrity gossip to, you know, current events, new headlines, whatever. So my tea is, has to do with your alien thing Ooh. about NASA landing a new rover on Mars. Ooh, okay. So NASA landed Perseverance on Mars to keep searching for extinct alien life, which is so awesome. What I said, because I was looking this up while we were prepping for this and chatting, mm -hmm. it was launched on July 30th and just landed February 18th. That's what I said. Wow. Because like, you don't realize how far how, things yeah. are. And it took mm -hmm. over six months for Perseverance yeah. to get to Mars from here. But- I mean, it's just, it's so cool. New York Times is calling it NASA's most ambitious effort in decades. I, so I think that that's going to be so exciting to see what comes yeah. from that. I love, like, when there's some sort of, like, successful landing of some sort with NASA. I love seeing the photos of everyone, like, cheering yeah. and clapping. I just it's think so that's probably cool. so satisfying. <laughs> you just see the group of nerds and you're like, yes, yep. nerds, you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like, I'm right there with them. So yeah. it's so cool. I love it. Yeah. So what you're going to look forward to is a lot like this episode. We like to ramble. Mm -hmm. We talk on and on. We get sidetracked. So you're going to see a lot of rambling about conspiracy theories for sure. Yeah. For true crime cases, you're probably going to see us focusing more on the facts and maybe theories about what they think happened, but we're not going to ramble as much as we right. do with conspiracies. Because with conspiracies, there's a lot to unpack right. there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, conspiracies are going to be a lot more laid back than when we talk about true crimes. Yeah. And we're probably going to sound a little crazy because we just kind of, <laughs> not did a test run, but we had a conversation the other day when we were testing out all this stuff and we were just getting so hyped up with what we were talking about. So. We might seem a little crazy when we're talking about conspiracy theories. They're just very I mean, interesting. <laughs> it's especially because, and I mean, we've been going back and forth on this a lot lately. Yeah. We, we as people, as humans, I, I don't know how it is in every other country, but the American school system, you are taught to just believe the things you're taught to mm -hmm. in school. Right. And I mean, I got a little glimpse of not believing that at home because being homeschooled, my mom was like, okay, but why? 
Mm-hmm. Why? She always asked us why. Why we believe something. Why this? Why that? Why did this person do this? So I have a lot of questioning why. Mm-hmm. And conspiracies let us question why. Yeah. How? And I think a big thing, especially for you, I feel like this will be interesting because, you know, we talked about how we like heavily believe in science. But we are right. also very interested in conspiracy theories. So to see those two things like conflict, I think will be interesting when we talk about conspiracy theories. Well, and I think an- another thing, because I mean, I'm a scientist. I'm a historian. I, I love these things. I mm-hmm. believe in these things. But do I only believe in these things because I was taught them? Right. Because I paid money to learn right. these things? Yep. I don't know. Right. So with conspiracies, there's always a little bit of truth somewhere. Right. And that is how conspiracies start. It's not just yes. people being crazy and being uneducated. Right. There is, I mean, some of them are. I will Correct. admit that wholeheartedly. <laughs> but yeah. not yeah. every conspiracy is just somebody being crazy. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing wrong to question what you are being told. I mean, questioning is how you confirm that, yes, this is true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're taught to believe it, but you can't just believe things just to believe them. Right. Like, okay, so in the Santa Claus, they say <laughs> seeing isn't believing, believing is seeing. Mm-hmm. That used to be one of my favorite quotes ever. And I mean, it works, especially for, you know, things like that. But uh, I'm thinking I got to start seeing some things before I believe them. <laughs> no, I mean, you're not wrong. I uh, I feel like it would be worse if you just believed everything you're told rather than questioning it. Exactly. And I mean, having faith, there's nothing wrong with having faith in science, having faith in this, having faith, you know, even religiously, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. But if you feel that you need to question something, do it. Right. You need to explore that, do it. Yeah. Like, I heavily, heavily believe in science. But that doesn't mean I don't question it. (laughs) Exactly. So, yeah. I think that's, I don't know how much more we can ramble about the same thing. <laughs> I know, for real. So now that we've covered all of that, I feel like you definitely know us a little bit better. Yes. So what are we talking about next time? Next time we are talking about Britney Spears, the free Britney movement. <laughs> it's going to be an interesting podcast because I know some stuff about that, but not a lot. Yeah, there is definitely a lot to talk about and definitely more research that I'm also going to put in, even though I do know a lot. It'll be fun. Yeah. So, yeah, make sure you watch our next podcast. Like we said, you can find us on Spotify, Apple, and some highlights on our YouTube channel. Everything will be in the description. And don't forget to subscribe to all of those if you want to get the notifications that we have put up a new episode. Follow us on our social media accounts, Instagram and Twitter. Again, those will be in the description so that you can interact with us and maybe get some behind the scenes images. We'll see. Yes, thank you for listening. And, and that's, that's the, the triple, triple T. T. <laughs> see you next time, guys.